Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is so business, not big business. I don't know about you. But I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart Oh, my God. 
you some one one night. Bishop. And y'all know I got a pretty praise. I've been in church all my life. I can I can control it. And the weight of glory fell so heavy on me. I started doing what we call a Baptist sit. But wait a minute. Before I can think about it, the Lord said you just gave me a Christmas praise. I said, what in the world is that? He said, you know on Christmas, the parents pile all of the gifts under the tree. And you open them and you're like, oh, thank you, mama. Oh, thank you, mama. And then after all the gifts gone, they said, go out the door. And there's something out there major with a big red bow on it. And you forget about thank you, mama. And you just go, ah, ah. I want somebody to give God a Christmas break. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Because we've been praising him for the stuff that's under the tree. shall continuously be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. For the Lord is good, for the Lord is great, and he is worthy to be praised. Happy New Year to my family, the Light of Portland family. Happy New Year to you. I hope and pray that that's exactly uh, what you plan to do for 2024. Put a praise on it. We can't do nothing about what we should have, could have, would have done in 2023. We are grateful to God that he allowed us to cross over into 2024. And what we need to do is put a praise on it. It is an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to be able to worship with you on tonight, this first Sunday of January 2024. I've been on a high all morning long. We had a hallelujah good time this morning, and I know that God is going to bless us tonight as we worship together. 
it's so good that you took out the time to join us tonight for the Light of Portland broadcast. I want to just honor the presence of the Lord that I feel right now in my sanctified soul on tonight, because um, I was getting my praise on with, with, with Tasha Cobbs Leonard, amen. I was putting the praise on it, because nothing is going to happen in 2024 that my God has not prepared me for. And so I'm praising him in advance, amen. The good, the bad, and the ugly, I put a praise on it tonight. We want to honor the men and women of God that make this platform possible, giving us the opportunity to come to your home every week to worship with you. We thank God for Bishop Stephen and Bishop Ann Butterfield of Atlanta, Georgia, our very own sister, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, Atlanta, Georgia, and to the spiritual covering for the light of Portland, Bishop Ruth Smith. We're so grateful to God for her praying for us and standing in the gap for us to ensure that the presence of the Lord meets us every time we get together. And I thank God for all the men and women that preach the gospel of Jesus Christ on this uh, broadcast every week. And we're just grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful. And we're truly thankful to God that he's blessed us to see another year. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries, hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you for saving my children. Thank you for saving my spouse. Thank you for saving my loved ones. Thank you for saving my siblings. Thank you, God, for saving us, Lord God. And it's just an honor to be able to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Uh, tonight, we do have a few announcements we want to share. Um, we want to tell you about a couple of things that's happening uh, right here in the city. I, I want to invite you all to <clears throat> a, uh, it starts with me, in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., let's get our heart held together. This is the fitness for followers where faith meets fitness in, a, in an electrifying soul lifting experience. This is a opportunity for us to work out together and strengthen our faith. This event is going to be on January the 20th from 10 to 11 a.m. at the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church. Greater St. Stephen's is located at 3535. Northeast Mallory, Portland, Oregon. And to register, you need to go to www.pardiositness.com. Again, to register, it's P-A-R-D-I-O-S-I-T-N-E-S-S dot com. We want to encourage you to come and work out with us so that you can be hard fit in 2024. Amen. We're excited about that event that's coming on. On this Sunday, this Sunday, in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King, there are a couple of community events that will be taking place right here in our city that we just want to share with all of you. We know that Vancouver Avenue will be celebrating their annual drumline uh, celebration. It will begin at 2 o'clock p.m. at the Vancouver Avenue First Baptist Church. And then we have um, also at 5 o'clock in the evening, Allen Temple CME Church will be having their MLK celebration um, that begins at 5 o'clock p.m. And we want to let you know that their um, speaker for this event is a noted black historian in Portland. This is Sunday, January the 14th at 5 o'clock p.m. This is sponsored by the Albina Ministerial Alliance. 
Dr. Carmen P. Thompson is a noted Black historian in Portland, and she will be the special guest speaker. So if you are out and about and you want to celebrate, we want you to know that you can um, go to Vancouver Avenue on Sunday um, at 2 o'clock or go to um, Vancouver um, Allen Temple on Sunday night for their celebration. And then on Monday, the World Foundation, uh, Mr. Ken Berry, um, will be presenting uh, their celebration at Highland Christian Center. And this is a day-long event that they are inviting us to come and share and be a part of um, the event uh, will have local artists, um, choirs, poets, dancers, you name it, you can be a part of this event. This event has taken place for the last 10 years here. Um, the 39th, this is the 39th annual Dr. Martin Luther King celebration. And we want you to be at Highland Christian Center on Monday, the 15th of January, where you can engage and participate in the community events. They have a community store. You can shop. You can fellowship with your family, friends, brothers, and sisters, hear speakers, and engage in with the community. So we are looking forward to this time of celebration at Highland Christian Center where we can come together to be a part of this event. And I'm trying to get the time so that we can see what time it starts. I'm looking at, a, a, and it's not 11 a.m. Amen. We want, to, we want to get there. We want to get there for this event. Um, it starts, Keep the Dream Alive is the theme. They start at 11 a.m. at Highland Christian Center, and we want to be a part of this event. This is the 39th annual um, MLK Day celebration sponsored by the World Arts Foundation, and we want to not miss out on this opportunity. Also, just um, to let you know that I'm sorry, it's from one to four. Amen. I'm glad I'm looking. The World Arts Foundation presents Keep Alive the Dream, the 39th annual tribute to the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on Monday, January the 15th, 2024. The event will be from one to four at Highland Christian Center, 7600 Northeast Gleason. They will have um, musical artist Charlie Brown, Andy Stokes, Damian, Daniel Baker, Eli Hardy, Arlita Ward, and friends. The Come Lift Every Voice Community Choir and Letitia McFarland. And there will be plenty of other guests there in the house. So please find your way to Highland Christian Center, 7600 Northeast Gleason, Monday, January 15th from 1 to 4. Amen. Those are our announcements. Please govern yourselves accordingly. Excuse me for fumbling on that announcement, but it was a rolling video, and I, I finally got it to stop. But we are so excited uh, about what's happening in our city and we want to also participate in a community day of service. And if you would like to volunteer, Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church will be sponsoring a church community service day on Monday, January 15th at 11 a.m. We will be doing a sock giveaway. If you would like to come pass out socks to people that are houseless, within our neighborhood, in our community. You are welcome to join us again at 3535 Northeast Mallory, Portland, Oregon at 11 a.m. for a church 
service day. We're going to be passing out socks. All you have to do is come, get the socks, and join us as we go out and be with our brothers and sisters that are houseless. Those are all our announcements for tonight. If you have announcements, if your church, if your organization, if your ministry, um, if you're doing something and you want the community to know about it, you want us to come and support, or you just want us to share, please email me at gssmbc at yahoo.com, and we will make those announcements. We will share your announcements so that people can come and be a part of what you are doing. Well, my brothers and sisters, uh, it's, 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 it's time for prayer. It's time um, for a song of preparation. And it's time for the word of God on tonight. Amen. I, I'm, I'm giving all of our prayer warriors and all of our preachers a break tonight. I, I'm doing it all tonight. And we're just truly grateful to God to uh, bless us. Before I move on further, um, it, uh, January, there are a lot of special people born in the month of January, um, but our co-host, Pastor Sherelle Pendington, celebrated a birth, and we are truly grateful to God for her. We're just thankful that God has blessed her, that God has kept her, um, and we are excited about it. Amen. We are excited about it, and we're grateful to God for what he has done in her life and what he is doing in her life, what he's doing in her ministry. We're grateful to God. Amen. And so we're so excited. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne of grace. Father, we humble ourselves. We lift up holy hands, and we come to worship you, to magnify you, to lift you up and exalt you. Because you are good, you are great, you are wonderful, you are magnificent, Father. You are our source of strength. You are our portion. And we love you today, O oh God. We love you because you first loved us. Lord, thank you for looking beyond all of our faults and seeing our needs. You knew before we knew it that we would need a Savior, and you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for the remission of our sins. And Father, tonight we confess we are sinners saved by your grace, and we ask that you would forgive us of our sins, our trespasses, our iniquities, those things that we said, those things that we did, those things that we thought, those things that you told us to do that we didn't do, Father, forgive us of our sins. Create within us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within us. Father, wash us thoroughly in the blood of the Lamb. Teach us how to live holy. Teach us how to live righteous. Father, help us desire to have a righteous mind. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you would help us to live a life that gives you glory and honor, that we say things and do things that please you, oh God. Father, we love you today. We come praying tonight for peace in Jerusalem, peace in Israel, peace in Palestine, peace in Ukraine, peace in Russia. Father, peace all in the Middle East, Father. Peace, oh God, in the United States. Father, we are living in, a, in such a time where there is wars and rumors of wars. We have mothers against daughters, fathers against sons, brothers against sisters. Father, we even have husbands and wives against each other. God, I ask for peace to run rampant in this nation. Let the peace of God dwell among us, that we may keep our minds stayed on you, and that you would keep us in perfect peace. We look to you tonight, Father, for you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We love you, oh God. We appreciate you, Lord, and we adore you, Lord, for blessing us with a sound mind to seek your face for your peace. 
We can't accomplish your peace on our own. We need your help to help us experience the peace of God. Father, touch all of those that are bereaved tonight. We know, Lord God, millions didn't make it into 2024, but we were one of the ones who did. And so touch that mother, that father, that sister, that brother, that husband, that wife. Touch that child who, who's preparing for a homegoing celebration in the next couple of weeks, oh God. Help them, Lord, to, 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 to trust you in the midst of their sorrow, in the midst of their hurt and pain. May they look to you, oh God, to be their strength, to be their comforter. Father, I pray for all of those that are uh, waiting for doctor's reports. We're waiting to hear back because we took a test, and we're waiting to hear back from the doctor. But tonight we declare and decree we shall believe the report of the Lord, for it is by your stripes we are healed. We are healed in Jesus' name from cancer, healed from diabetes, healed from 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 COVID, healed, oh God, from HIV and AIDS, healed from lupus, healed, oh God, from high blood pressure and sickle cell, healed, oh God, from arthritis, healed, oh God, from congested heart failure. We are healed, oh God. Father, nothing's too hard for you. You are the creator of all things. You gave man the knowledge and the wisdom to see disease and infirmities in our bodies and then to name it. And then you turned around and blessed man to be able to to help provide treatment and care. But man cannot heal. And so we look to you, Father, to heal us of our sickness and all disease. And tonight, Father, we pray for anyone that is not saved, You are not slack concerning your promise, but all men and women shall be brought to repentance. We know one day every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. But why wait until you have no choice? Confess the Lord while your blood is still running warm in the veins. Confess Christ while you can still work out your soul's salvation. Father, we pray for those that have backslidden tonight. May they repent and return back to you. Now, Lord, as we prepare to hear your word, help us, Father, to examine ourselves and to receive this word and hear this word and hide it deep in our hearts that we might not sin against you. Help us to hide this word deep in our hearts that we will hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and then not just be a hearer but be a doer of your righteous word. We love you, Father. We appreciate you and we adore you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
tonight for the next few moments, I just want to call your attention to two passages of scripture found in the book of Ezekiel. Um, I preached from this passage of scripture this morning, and it was so good to my soul that I, I, I want to share it again. Um, but I, I realized once um, I got done this morning, there were some things that I just did not say uh, about this text. And I want to just kind of um, go back through um, and, and pick up what the Lord had given. Um, Ezekiel chapter 43, I'm going to be reading verse 9, and then I'm going to flip over to Ezekiel chapter 3, read verse 10 and 11. And so our first verse comes from the 43rd chapter of Ezekiel and verse 9. And I'm living, reading from the New Living Bible. It says, now let them put away their idols and the, the not, let me, I'm sorry, now let them, I'm, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I'm sorry. Now let them stop worshiping other gods and honoring the relics of their kings, and I will live among them forever. Read that again. The New Living Translation, Ezekiel 43, verse 9. It says, now let them stop worshiping other gods and honoring the relics of their kings, and I will live among them forever. And then Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 10 and 11, which these two verses are the key verses of the book of Ezekiel. He says, then he added, son of dust, let all my words sink deep into your own heart first. Listen to them carefully for yourself. Then afterward, Go to your people in exile, and whether or not they will listen, tell them that this is what the Lord says. And tonight, for just a few moments, I want to talk about a New Year's resolution. A New Year's resolution. The book of Ezekiel was written by Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a priest by training and a prophet by the calling of God. Ezekiel received vivid visions and de delivered powerful messages. God shaped Ezekiel's character to fit his mission. If you want to learn more about Ezekiel, you can read about his story in 2 Kings chapter 24, verses 17, 14 through 17. We find in the Bible that Ezekiel was a watchman on the wall. And as I said this morning, a watchman's job was a very dangerous job because if he failed at his post, the watchman and the entire city would be destroyed. The thing about Ezekiel was that in the days, this time, this was during the time that the children of Israel were being held captive in Babylon, uh, they, they, had, <laughs> they had began to uh, worship um, idols. They began to act like their evil kings, and, and God had... I said it this morning, put them on a timeout. But God had Ezekiel in the midst of all of this confusion, in the midst of all of this drama, in the midst of all of this foolishness, in the midst of all of this stuff that was happening. Um, God had Ezekiel there to stand before the people to let them know that he was the God that would provide them with hope and a brighter future if they would only return unto their first love. 
You know, so many people, um, when January 1st come, they, they make a New Year's resolution. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to go and hang out in the gym. I'm going to I'm going to change. I'm going to start juicing. I'm going to I'm going to go on a fast and I I'm I'm going to to consecrate my life that I may live holy and righteous before the Lord. We we make these vows and we make these resolutions, but by the end of the month, some folk have forgot what they said on the first of the month. And and, and they go back to their old ways of living, their old habits, their old way of doing things. They they forgot that they made a vow. They forgot that they had, had said that they were going to sacrifice some things unto God. But tonight, my brothers and sisters, I need us to see that, that the New Year's resolution that we need to make is that of a true worshiper. See, in Israel's, in Ezekiel's days, the only kind of worship that the people knew was the kind that revolved around sacrifices and ceremonies. As you look at the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel had to explain the new order of worship in terms that the people would be able to understand. Uh, when we look at um, Ezekiel chapter um, 43, uh, he starts off by saying afterwards. So that means that something took place before he got to 43. Uh, if you would let your mind uh, and your fingers do the walking through your Bible and go back where we find the vision of the temple being given to Ezekiel. God shows Ezekiel the temple measurements. He describes to him how the glory of God is going to fill the temple. He talks to him about all the furnishings, the table, the showbread, the candlesticks. He talks to him about the Ark of the Covenant. He talks to him about all those things that are going to be found in the cup, in the temple. And he also talks to him about the order of worship. As you read through and study through the book of Ezekiel, uh, I don't want you to get caught up on those things, the temple measurements. I don't want you to get caught up on the furnishings. I don't even want you to get caught up on the order of worship. What I want us to focus on, what I want us to hear tonight is that Ezekiel wants to show us what an ideal relationship with God looks like when Christ is the center of our life. Yeah, that's our New Year's resolution, my brothers and sisters. Our New Year's resolution ought to be God is the center of my life. I'm going to live for him. I'm going to glorify him. I'm going to magnify him. All 365 days of 2024, I'm going to remember that God is sovereign. See, in Genesis, in, in Ezekiel chapter 40, um, he shows Ezekiel the vision. Now, this vision was to, to, to help the people see God's perfect plan for them. Yeah, Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, I have a plan that I think towards you, plans that are good and not evil to give you a hope in the future. God has a plan for us, my brothers and sisters. And as we look at this passage of scripture, God had a plan for us to worship him, that, 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 that we know how to worship him, uh, that we would learn that there is orderness in worship and that there is a duty and responsibility on our part to worship him. Now, uh, when, when the glory of the Lord comes in, I shared with the church this morning that he's coming in from the east. And he's not going to sneak up on us. He's not going to be like the quiet assassin. Acts chapter 2 says he, it was a, a thunder and roaring noise that came uh, uh, when the, the, the glory of the Lord came in and filled the temple. And so we're going to hear this sound that we've never heard before. And, and let me tell you, saints of God, there is a responsibility that we must carry out. This is a part of our 
New Year's resolution, when the glory of the Lord comes in, we must bow down and worship him. Now, I know that 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 we we wear Louis Vuittons and and we you know we wear Nike and and we we wear Michael Kors and and we we wear nice silk and we not wear nice clothes to church and we don't want to lay prostrate on the church floor. But can I tell you, our hearts and our minds need to just lay out before the Lord our God. We need to surrender and humble ourselves to him. We need to allow the majesty of the glory to fill our hearts and minds that we may worship the Lord our God. So when the glory of the Lord comes in, there's a responsibility that we, the people of God, must do. We must be still. You know, the scripture tells us that the glory of the Lord came in so, and it was so heavy that everybody in the church was drunk, and the priest couldn't even stand to minister. Oh, we don't have them kind of worship experiences no more. We, we, we're chasing after all these other things and we're being so consumed about all these other things that we don't want the glory of the Lord to come in and feel we have to tarry for him. We got to wait on him. We got to do the pre-work. Ah, New Year's resolution. I'm going to be a worshiper. I'm going to be a worshiper. I'm going to worship God for who he is. I'm going to be a worshiper. I'm going to worship at home. I'm going to worship in my car. I'm going to worship when things are going bad. Because when I get to the house of the Lord, I want my worship to ignite a praise that, that will ignite a worship in my brothers and sisters that will that will penetrate heaven and open up the windows of heaven. And God pours out his glory among us. Bible says that in the glory of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. In his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. When we get to chapter 41, it talks about God's holiness. Leviticus and 1 Peter tells us that God is holy. My brothers and sisters, um, the Bible lets us know that because he is holy, and we call ourselves Christians, we're, we're saying that we're Christ-like, that means that we too must be holy. Uh, and being holy means that there is no sin, there is no, no wickedness, there is no evil in my life. My heart is pure. My mind is right. I have a righteous mind. I think of the things of God. Talking about a New Year's resolution here. And this is not just for the month of January, but this must be January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I've got to have a righteous mind. 365 days of the year. I got to live holy. I got to live righteous. When we get to chapter 42, God gives us instructions on how we must approach God, uh, I'm, I'm talking about a New Year's resolution. We must, we must approach God with humbleness. We must approach God with a repentive spirit. I, I said this morning that we got to stop praying that nursery rhyme prayer uh, uh, when we talk about repenting of our sins. <clears throat> We can no longer body of Christ. We, we got to get to a place of maturity. Uh, somebody shout, my prayer level has to mature in 2024. Uh, we cannot say, Lord, forgive me if I, if I said anything. Lord, if you find anything in me that shouldn't be. No, you know when we know when we have sinned. We know when we mess up. We know when we've fallen short. We know when we cut up and act, them, uh, act up. We know it. So, so why not just say, Lord, forgive me for lying. Forgive me for cheating. Forgive me for being mean and surly. Forgive me for being selfish. Forgive me for being honorary. Forgive me for, for, for being slowful. Forgive me for moving too fast. Forgive me for not consulting you. Forgive me for not being obedient. Chapter 43 is the conclusion 
of what we read and what you'll read in chapter 40, 41, 42. Ezekiel shows us God's glory returning to the temple. All believers should long for the moment when the glory of the Lord fills the temple. We should all desire for the glory of God. Now, I'm not talking about just the temple where you gather for worship. Because we are the church. And a part of our New Year's resolution is to be the church. It's more than being at church. We need to be the church. And if we are going to be the church in 2024 that God is calling for, there can be no stops spots, blemishes, or wrinkles, or any such thing found in us. We must be clean, pure, holy, pleasing to his sight, because God does not dwell in an unclean temple. And so in order for him to fill us with his glory, that we can go out and be salt and light, that we can go out and carry the message of peace and hope and love to our brothers and sisters who are without. Because that's what the Bible said, Ezekiel chapter 3 said. It said, let the word of God be encoded, inculcated deep in your heart. Let it grab a hold to your heart and your mind. Let it minister to you. Let it break up stony ground in you. Let it plow and cultivate the land in your heart. And then when you have listened and you have received, you have heard and you have obeyed, and you have committed to honor God with that covenant of relationship with him, not relationship with your pastor or the deacon or the elder, But relationship with God, when you've committed that, he says, go out and tell your brothers and your sisters. My brothers and sisters, the the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. We have got to get our hearts and minds right. We have got to live holy. We have got to live with a righteous mind every day. So that when we go out into the world, they will not look at us and say, who are you? (laughs) You know that parable in the gospel. The disciples went out and they went out and they was going to cast out demons. That demon looked at them and said, who are you? We know who Jesus is, but who are you? Let our New Year's resolution be to live holy, to live righteous, to live pleasing in God's sight. Because we want the glory of the Lord to fill our lives, to cause our barrels to overflow, to cause our lives to experience no lack, so that when we open our mouth and we ask God for things in Jesus' name, he cometh to us. Hmm. More of him and less of me. That should be our New Year's resolution. We should want to live holy. We should want to live free from sin. We should want to repent and return to God. And we should want to learn to develop and mature our worship. Holiness, y'all have heard this before. This ain't nothing new. It's not a lifestyle. It's not a denomination. It is a lifestyle. Holiness is not a denomination. It is a lifestyle. And in 2024, we are still here for a purpose. 
If we had been perfect, we wouldn't have seen 2024. So there's still some more work to be done on us. Here I am, Lord. Work on my mind. Work on my heart. Here I am, Lord, presenting myself to you as a living sacrifice. I want to be holy. I want to be pure. I want to be pleasing in your sight. Here I am, Lord. Wash me thoroughly in the blood of the Lamb. Because my New Year's resolution is to live with a righteous mind. My New Year's resolution is to live holy, to be separated from this world, to be sanctified and filled with your precious Holy Ghost. That should be our New Year's resolution. And let's pray for each other that we not get weary in our well-doing. Because trials and tribulations are going to come. The enemy's going to throw daggers at us. He's going to throw roadblocks at us. He's going he's gonna to throw it back into our face. But I want us to be steadfast and unmovable. I want us to hold fast to the profession of our faith, knowing that our Father is working all things out for our good. I want to encourage you tonight, my brothers and sisters, Reevaluate our New Year's resolution. And then do what Habakkuk said. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. Habakkuk said, write the vision and make it plain so that when you read it, you can run with it. Oh, hallelujah. I thank God that, that, that we have a way uh, to keep reminding ourselves of the New Year's resolution that we made. I want to suggest to you, make a vision board. If you don't feel like making a vision board, go to the dollar store, go to the 99-cent store, or go 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 somewhere and buy you um, some index cards and begin to write out the things that, that, that you're going to commit to God in 2024 to ensure that there's more of him in your life. Make it conscious. Be intentional about this resolution. Don't let it fall off in February 1st. You're trying to figure out what happened. But I want us to pray for each other. Well, you're saying, well, I don't know nobody that's on this call. All you got to do is say, pray for the light of Portland family. Pray that they be steadfast. Pray that they be unmovable. Pray that they continue to abound in their New Year's resolution. Family, I love you tonight. And I appreciate God for blessing us to see another year. And as we go through this year, remember that our New Year's resolution should be to experience the glory of God in our lives and in our place of worship. Father, we thank you for your word tonight, and we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your glory. We thank you, Father, for crowding our heads with wisdom and knowledge. I thank you, God, for giving hearing to the hearer, and I thank you, God, for giving a do-right spirit to the one who says, I'm going to do it. Give them strength. Give them power. Help them to be like Ezekiel, bold, courageous, fearless, in the name of Jesus. Father, we love you tonight. And we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I love you, Light of Portland family, and there's nothing you can do about it. Until next week, be blessed in Jesus' name. Brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be that you love the most